Police in New York City break up an underground fight club with over 200 people. Not social distancing. And do you guys want some Thanksgiving turkey insurance? And a man sued his drug dealer after smoking parsley for years, thinking it was marijuana. These are the weird stories from Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm hoping I'm funny today. If not, at least you'll learn something about the weird world that we live in. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. The police find a 200-person illegal fight club in New York City, and they knock it out. They knocked it the F out, the police did. The first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club. The first rule of the pandemic is you wear a mask and remain six feet apart, damn it. Police say they caught more than 200 people at an illegal and much-hyped fight club in New York City late Saturday where attendees were doing some things. They were gathering. They were drinking. They were smoking. Some, I assume, were fighting. They were standing shoulder to shoulder in spite of the coronavirus rules. Photos of this event show that most of them, as you can imagine, were not wearing masks. Yeah, I mean, why would you? You're going to an underground fight club during a pandemic. You clearly don't give a damn about your safety whatsoever. New York City Sheriff's deputies say they busted the event called Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, how unoriginal of a name. You got to come up with something better than Rumble in the Bronx, please. Uh, they busted it at 11.15 at night. They also recovered loaded firearms as well as some marijuana, some liquor, and hookahs. Hookahs at a fight club? Huh. Didn't expect that. I love hookah. I own a hookah. I haven't used it in quite some time, but I have my own. I can imagine smoking a hookah during an underground secret fight club, watching the fights. Uh, I don't recommend sharing your hookah during COVID-19, but the Rumble in the Bronx CEO, Michael Roman, they got a CEO for this illegal gathering? How? <laughs> can you can you buy stocks on the stock market? Yeah, I'd like a few shares of Rumble in the Bronx. They took a hit over the weekend, but I think they're going to bounce back. Do fight clubs have CEOs? This is like a corporation? I don't understand it. Uh, if a fight club has a CEO, then Weird AF News should have a CEO. And like a treasurer, maybe, maybe if I could just get out of a closet, actually, that'd be a big win for me. I don't think I'm going to be hiring a CFO anytime soon. Uh, Michael Roman is the CEO of Rumble in the Bronx. Need a better name, Michael. He's 32 and nine other organizers were also arrested at the scene. Police say the organizers face a slew of charges. Slew. I love that word. We don't use that enough. Slew of charges. Slew. Not to be confused with slaw. A slew of charges in connection with this underground event. Some of these charges include unlawful assembly, violation of emergency orders, illegal combat, and various alcohol and firearm-related offenses. Each suspect has been fined $15,000. The event was hardly a secret <laughs> as organized. Yeah, of course not. As organizers spent weeks talking about it on social media. Oh, how dumb are you? Their main Instagram account has since been deleted. They had an Instagram account for an illegal, f- enormous underground fight club. Are you stupid, dude? Really? You think the police aren't on Instagram? Okay. Look, we all know they're on Facebook, they're also on Instagram. Their main Instagram account was deleted, but other posts under the hashtag, hashtag Rumble in the Bronx, 
show some photos of the event. Large crowds gathered around a boxing ring. Oh, I have to look at these photos. I've never seen or attended an underground secret fight club. This bust comes less than a week after New York Governor Mr. Andrew Cuomo tightened rules about public gatherings in New York. You guys know about it. Uh, Cuomo restricted private gatherings to no more than 10 people, okay? 10 people indoors or outdoors. You can't have underground fight clubs. That means no underground. You can't have gyms. How are you going to have fight clubs? Are you stupid? Really? The fight club wasn't the only mass gathering to violate those orders on Saturday. Authorities busted two huge parties in New York with approximately 210 attendees each in the same night. One party was in Manhattan and the other was in the Bronx. They don't say the names of these parties, but, you know, we can only guess it's New York. The one in the Bronx was probably called, hey, no mask, no problem. That's uh, <laughs> where are you going tonight? You going to the party? Yeah, what party? The no mask, no problem party. All right, hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that all came from. Uh, you can't keep people from gathering. I gotta tell you, but I tell you, be smart about it. Don't do two hundred people. Jeez, are you stupid? Keep it like twenty. Twenty is okay. If the police come to your place, you're having a gender reveal party. Actually, that's a bad example because gender reveal parties are just dangerous these days. Well, you can have one. Just don't have pyrotechnics and fire involved, all right? Because you're going to burn down the entire national forest, all right? Uh, can you have a tame gender reveal, reveal party or just not have gender reveal, reveal parties? I can't even say it. They're just stupid in general. But if you're going to have a small gathering, it's wine and cheese night or whatever. Um, you want to watch the, watch the game or something? Yeah, keep it, keep it under 20, man. This 200-person thing, I mean, it's just so dangerous for everybody involved. And stupid. Stupid. Okay, that's all. That's all. I said enough. Do you guys have Thanksgiving insurance? Maybe you should think about getting Thanksgiving insurance. Where do you get it, Jonesy? Well, Whole Foods and Progressive are teaming up to offer Thanksgiving insurance. I have no idea what this is. Are we even having Thanksgiving this year? That was news to me. I thought it was canceled. Whole Foods has teamed up with Progressive Insurance Company. You know that annoying one with the terrible commercials with Peyton Manning? Ugh, God. I'm so anti-progressive just because I'm tired of Peyton Manning. Uh, They say that this might be the strangest combination, this Whole Foods Progressive Insurance, that will appear this Thanksgiving. Barring your aunt bringing her seafoam salad this year. That's not very funny, whoever wrote this article. I'm going to skip over these jokes. These two come together to roll out the very first ever Thanksgiving turkey protection plan. The turkey protection plan, which will protect you and your loved ones from eating a bad meal. How are you going to do that, man? I mean, it's either a bad meal or it's not. And by the way, meals are subjective. Last I checked, taste is subjective. What one person likes, not everybody likes. It says here, or at least an overcooked, undercooked, burnt or dry turkey could be covered, according to the Whole Foods website. The turkey insurance is available when customers purchase a Whole Foods market turkey starting Wednesday through the Sunday before Thanksgiving. In order to redeem the insurance, oh, let's let's see what you have to do. Do you have to have a video of your family throwing up? Is that how you get the insurance? I mean, they just don't want to pay out these insurance places. In order to redeem, quote, it says here, just in case you commit a turkey cooking fail, The home's chefs will need to provide their Whole Foods market receipt, a picture of the turkey fail, and an explanation of what went wrong to the grocery store claims adjuster. If the claim is approved, Whole Foods will send the customer a $35 gift card to the store. 
Wow. Yeah. Like this. Like they're gonna actually do this. I love how you have to take a photo of the fail. Here's the photo of the fail. It's everybody at my at my house with food poisoning. How about that? Is that good enough proof? Whole Foods. A picture of the turkey fail. <laughs> Here's my burnt turkey. So I guess if you burn your turkey, I guess you can blame it on the store. This seems very strange. Why do I just assume? The insurance claims adjuster is going to deny your $35 gift card. I just assume that that's going to happen. I don't trust insurance companies. I just can't. Here's a quote from them. As we anticipate more smaller Thanksgiving gatherings and first-time cooks tackling turkey preparation this year, the Thanksgiving Turkey Protection Plan allows customers the freedom of culinary exploration, knowing all is not lost should their cooking go astray. Vice President of Meat and Poultry at Whole Foods. <laughs> this is a Vice President of Meat and Poultry. That's your position, sir? Wow. I'd imagine he's very hairy. I don't know why. I just imagine the Vice President of Meat and Poultry, Theo Weening, is a hairy man. He said it in a press release. We want to help customers rise to the occasion and take on that turkey. Take on the turkey with confidence. For a, a less stressed Thanksgiving meal preparation. You know, just get to it, the preparation. <laughs> That's my impression of uh, the vice president of some meat and some poultry. Uh, although maybe he talks like this. Let me try again. I'm going to do a take two. We want to help customers rise to the occasion and take on that turkey. With less confidence for less stress, thanks. Meal preparation. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. That was if a chicken was talking. But, you know, it's hard to do it. It's hard to do a read in a chicken voice. You got to give me some credit there. Well, there you have it, guys. If you're a first-time turkey cooker, turkey baster, turkey fryer, whatever you're going to do to the turkey in a week or so, you know, you might want to buy the turkey insurance plan. <laughs> Turkey protection plan. Here's the thing, though. It still doesn't save your Thanksgiving because, you, you know, it's not like they come to your house with a whole new turkey cooked and ready to go so everybody can eat and, and enjoy it. You get – you have to wait, like, probably weeks to get your claim approved, and then you wait more days to get your coupon in the mail, your gift card. By now, it's Christmas. So, like, how are you saving someone's Thanksgiving? The gang, The Thanksgiving is still screwed up. Whole Foods. So if you if you really want to save the day, you have a bunch of people ready to just deliver some turkeys that are cooked properly on that day. You roast them yourself. You get them ready to go. You, you get a bunch of people on scooters and you just push them out into the world and they just go bring the turkeys to the places that have that have burnt the turkey. Or I don't know if you were frying it, you might have blew up your house or something. It's possible. Those turkey fries can be dangerous. And you bring him a turkey right on the spot, and you save the day. That's how you save the day. That's true turkey insurance, not some gift card that I get, you know, on January 12th. That's not helpful at all. Would you guys be into this insurance, by the way? Anyone? Any first-time Thanksgiving cookers this year because your, uh, your family doesn't want to see you because they have an old person and they're afraid that COVID could, uh, could end their life? This, I, I just got told I couldn't come to the Thanksgiving that I usually go to because there's a, there's somebody at the at the gathering that's elderly and I was told we can't risk it. So uh, so I'm wondering, any of you doing it yourself for the first time? I don't even know what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. I mean, I'll try and figure it out, but um, maybe I'll just go up to Canada. Do you guys even celebrate up there? Probably not, right? Well, call the show, 646-450-2012.
A man sued his drug dealer after smoking parsley for four years, thinking it was weed. The rule of thumb is that first you smoke weed and then add parsley over the Italian snack that you ordered to eat after you're high. But apparently a man in Spain, through no fault of his own, had been smoking the parsley instead of the weed without a clue that his dealer was messing with him big time. It says here, no fault of his own. Yeah, that's your fault. You smoke parsley for four years? You don't know it's marijuana? Clearly your fault. You clearly are stupid, guy in Spain. I don't know why they're letting this guy in Spain off the hook for smoking parsley for four years. No, no. Your fault. You shouldn't be able to sue a drug dealer. Can you sue a drug dealer for selling you something that isn't real? I mean, what kind of world is Spain? I need to find out some more information. According to the media, the 28-year-old went to the police in Murcia, Spain, and gave his statement against the clear injustice that was done to him by his drug dealer. He said, quote, The truth is that the smell was too familiar to me, but he told me that it was a new variety of weed, and so I could smoke it at home because nobody suspect. But over time, I realized that I did not notice any effect when consuming this alleged marijuana. So I discussed it with some friends. (laughs) Wow, four years? Four years it took you to realize that you had no effect? You should have realized on the day that you first smoked it that it has no effect and that it it smells familiar to you, okay? Pal, I don't know why I gave him an Italian accent. It's just, he's in Spain. Um, I don't know what a Spain accent sounds like. The guy also knew that people would laugh at him, but it didn't matter. He says the hurt is real. He said, yeah, I do not care if people find out. I want him to return all of my money I invested. The police saw the funny side of this incident as well, and they said, this is my impression of the Spain police. He arrived indignant and told a colleague that he wanted to file a complaint against a drug dealer. We attended to him, and that was when he told us all of the facts. Well, we hope he gets justice or at least a better dealer. Is this story even real? I can't imagine this is real. How can you go to the police in Spain and say that you're you're being duped by a drug dealer and get any help whatsoever i mean is marijuana that legal in spain i mean i can see this happening in like denver or something um but i can't see this happening in spain anybody live in spain listen to this show i don't think so at all uh i have a friend in barcelona uh named carolina uh we worked at a restaurant together in salem massachusetts way back in the day i wonder how she's doing she I think she's a psychologist. Carolina, cat we call her. Are you listening to my podcast? Probably not. I just, I'm curious about these weed laws in Spain. How lax and comfortable are you with weed in your culture that you could just go to the police and say, I've been sold parsley. I've been smoking parsley all these years. Arrest this guy. He's selling parsley. And by the way, all the Coke is, you know, I don't know what it is. I think it's baking soda. Can you go get him on that charge as well? I mean, is this what's going on in Spain? I mean, I've dreamed of the idea of laws that protect the drug consumer. (laughs) I didn't know that there was a place where they have such laws. Well, as 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 a drug user and a drug consumer, a drug purchaser, the customer, I have rights. Is there some sort of organization to protect these rights? I can't. I mean, it's like you show up and you're like, hey, man, I bought some like magic mushrooms and they weren't very magical so like uh can i get a lawyer or what 
Yay! Hey, thank you again for supporting the show. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate all my listeners. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed those Florida Friday stories. We had a good time. Thanks to everybody who uh, reached out to me over the weekend. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this. And I got some nice shout-outs that I wanted to um, get to. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Lavoie left me a video on Facebook. Uh, it's a long video of her smoking weed during a Canadian sunset. And just kind of talking to me, giving me compliments, asking me questions. It was really sweet. Very touching. And it really cheered me up. So thank you, Sarah. Um, just another reason why I should be moving to Canada is just all the nice people up there. Uh, we have a, an email from Casey. Casey McKnight sent me a Florida article and wrote, My name is Casey McKnight, and I listen to your podcast daily. Here is some ammo for your next Florida Friday. I live in Tampa. Keep it up, brother. Uh, fun to listen to you. Keep rocking the closet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and by the way, hearing from a Floridian is just marvelous, marvelous. I, I've been to Tampa a couple of times. Uh, I I wrote Casey back and mentioned that when I think of Tampa, I think of disc golf. Um, it's the it's the it's the only place and the first place I ever played disc golf, and I just loved it. I thought it was so fun. You know, you carry a beer around in one hand and your discs in the other. And shout out to my buddy Nate, who uh, Nate Lippy, who lives. I don't know if he still lives in Tampa, but I went down there to visit him. Nate was a uh, or is a celebrity chef of some sort, and uh, I met him in New York. And yeah, we went. I went down there a couple of times, and Nate cooked me some cool food and took me disc golfing, and I'll never forget it. I'll never also forget how stupid humid it was in Tampa. I mean, it was ridiculous. I was there in like July or something. Oh my goodness, just kill yourself seriously. How how do you people do it? I don't understand. <laughs> I also want to mention someone named Sue who sent me an email saying that she listened to all of I listened to all of your Weird AF news and I'm caught up so I thought I would check out your other podcast Free Your F in Mind uh, and she says I really like these podcasts uh, even though you say these are serious these ones I do catch your humor in there keep on making them your loyal listener Sue uh, thank you Sue so much for emailing me um, that was really nice of you and of course for listening to all of Weird AF news and trying out my other podcast Weird uh, Free Your F in Mind which was uh, which is pretty cool. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the loyalty. Shout out to Gus. Shout out to M Michelle. Shout out to Ronnie. Shout out to Ed Brewster. All of these people sent me some articles over the weekend, so big shout outs to y'all. Uh, like I said, I'll publish some phone calls, and uh, I want to once again remind everybody about the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Weird AF News, where you can support the show. Uh, yeah, support the comedian that records in a closet for you five days a week. Why not do that? Um, you know, it takes a lot of energy to do this five days a week. You think I want to? You think? You think? Like, what do you think? I'm on all the time? No, I gotta, I gotta get myself up for this stuff. You know, I gotta get it up. Sometimes it's get it up. <laughs> I gotta. I mean, I gotta get myself going for these things. Come on now, support the show. Patreon.com/slash Weird AF News. Keep me caffeinated. Keep the electricity on. Get me out of this closet someday. That would be pretty sweet. Um, I love you all, regardless. If you can't support the show that way, you can always support the show by just listening and maybe telling a friend. That's always nice. I appreciate all of you. Uh, I hope to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram, at Funny Jones. That would be pretty cool. And uh, I got a project coming up this weekend. I'll tell you about that maybe uh, later in the week. But uh, it should be pretty cool. And you can you can follow that on Instagram. Hey, Jonesy. This is John Luger Camp. 
I've listened to you from time to time over time, and uh, I've heard about those industrious Japanese people and the things they come up with for lonely people, like your grandparents or, or family members that might be alone, things that'll uh, keep them company, like uh, oh, like a, a robotic animal maybe to give to your grandparents so they're not alone in the house. And uh, I really like the idea of this latest thing that they came up with, this uh, this uh, sort of disembodied hand that you can take with you when you want to take a walk. It's got even a sweaty palm. You know, you can just hold on to this hand and take a walk, and that way you feel like you're not walking alone. Maybe you can sit down on the couch and hold that hand while you're watching TV so you feel like you're sitting with your loved one. So I think I'd recommend this this uh this partner hand instead of the the animal but you know i guess i'd say that uh you find yourself all alone and then you find yourself by yourself then you want to pick up your disembodied hand and say talk with me walk with me somebody please walk with me yeah everyone needs a hand to hold on to everyone needs a hand to hold on to don't need to be no strong hand don't need to be no real hand Everyone just needs a hand to hold on to. Good luck, Jonesy. Take care. Everybody stay safe. Jonesy, Jonesy, Jonesy. It is Gus from Rochiggity Shaw, Rochester, New York. I know why that girl keeps masturbating outside of the places of 7-Eleven and then the Popeyes. Recently, Dr. Jennifer Landon has suggested, and this is reported by The Sun, the UK little newspaper, that a little self-love during quarantine can help you fight off the coronavirus. And it is actually true that uh, masturbation can increase hormone levels, which can in turn increase the inconsistent response, which so could then lead potentially to maybe helping not catch it. But, I mean... So I say, let's all masturbate. But so she's masturbating before she goes into the store thinking it's going to protect her. That's my idea on the subject, at least. So let's all get out there and just start flicking each other's veins and twiddling each other's tangles. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right, peace. Hey, this is Joshua Taylor. I was listening to Weird AF News. I wanted to comment on the robotic hand that you hold for your, you know, simulated relationship. I think the angle that nobody's probably thinking about here is what's holding that hand up? When you're holding that hand, it's going to be sagging down, and that makes me think of Lollicon, which you don't know if, if you don't know what that is, you're either not from Japan, not into anime, or not a pedophile. Anyway, thanks, man. You do a great show. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, this is Jasmine in uh, Denver, formerly of Florida, um, and I have never called the show before, but I thought I'd give it a try. Uh, a couple of your stories made me think of other funny things that have happened, um, weird things, of course. Your story about the uh, porta-potties that were catching people speeding, um, my husband makes fun of me because I've gotten multiple tickets. He's never gotten one. I always make fun of him for being a Boy Scout, being perfect. But one day we got a letter in the mail, and it was from the traffic department 
and I was like, it had his name on it, and I was like, you finally got a ticket. I was celebrating. I was having such a good time, and then he opened it, and it was his car, but it was a picture of me driving with, like, this look of horror on my face because I think I had just spotted the radar van. Uh, in Denver, we have vans. Um, and he, we were in a, the mailroom of our apartment, and he laughed so hard that he fell on the ground and peed himself a little. Um, it was great. I was very embarrassed. Um, I continue to get tickets. I just got one the other day. It's terrible. Um, but, yeah, and then, like I said, I'm, I'm from Florida originally, and so I did a lot of volunteering and phone calls for the Biden campaign. Of course, we lost Florida, and somebody on our campaign sent out an email saying, we've got to realize, guys, that Florida's like a bad boyfriend. And he keeps telling you, like, baby, I'm going to change. I'm going to be different this time around. And we keep believing him. And we put so much effort and time and resources into him, thinking that we can fix him because we're smart and we're great and we're going to make him see the light. And then he always goes back to his trashy red state girlfriend and it's just awful and we have our hearts broken and when are we going to learn when are we going to say enough florida forget you uh i will say though they just voted to have the minimum wage increase to 15 dollars an hour so every once in a while florida's like i don't know messed up enough that they accidentally make a good choice don't really understand their deal um and then the last thing i was going to tell you i am a teacher uh i work with um students who are blind in Denver, and we have been working on technology, and with some of our older students, we have them call customer service to practice getting help, and to get out of our building, you have to dial 9, and then it's a 1-800 number, and we had this student that for years, she would dial 9, and then she would dial 1 to get out of the building, and then she'd go back to look at the phone number and see the 1-800, dial 1 again, and we would call 911 a couple times a week. To the point where they would start, she would hang up and then they'd call the school back and eventually the office just knew to be like, it's the blind kids again. Call in 911. Um, 